Hey, my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm grateful to be here with you today to sit in this space and be. Be with the grief and in the healing, to create space for peace and to share hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 171, Feeling Misunderstood. We all have a tremendous desire to be understood. I, that like became so huge for me this past week when I felt misunderstood by somebody. I realized how desperately we want to be understood and how unfair and unjust it feels when we don't feel understood. We can be misunderstood in small ways, but we can also be misunderstood in big ways. But it's interesting that we have such a tremendous desire to be understood because I wonder if we even truly understand ourselves. Creating understanding between people is such a challenge because of the limitations of language. Then you add body language and inflection and it's all left to interpretation, which is hard because we're never truly communicating exactly what we're thinking and feeling. We're presenting something that then is going to be interpreted. The problem is that we can't fully communicate what we think and feel, right? And that goes out, what we're thinking and feeling goes out in our language. So basically we're interpreting our experience putting it out into the world with our ling- our words and our, our body language and our inflection. And then the other person is then interpreting it or the people are interpreting it. And the people that are interpreting it are having their own thoughts and feelings and they think and feel differently than we do. We really need to give ourselves and others grace in trying to understand each other. But that's so hard to do because of our deep desire to be understood and not to be misunderstood. It's a huge conundrum. And so let's talk about it for a minute. I read this quote yesterday and I was like, wow. Listen to this. A different version of you exists in the mind of everyone that has ever met you. And it's very different than what you think about yourself. The person you think you are does not even exist outside your mind. Like, wow, is that mind blowing? I'm going to read it again because I think it's so mind blowing. And I think it's so true. And I have no idea who said this. I don't know if the person that posted it was, you know, a a quote from them that they sent out in a meme or if somebody else, I don't know where this came from, but the idea to me feels valid. A different version of you exists in the mind of everyone that has ever met you. And it's very different than what you think about yourself. The person you think you are does not even exist outside your mind. Like, wow, it's, it's really mind-blowing. I was talking to one of my kids a couple of months ago, it's been a while back, and I made this huge blunder in that I made assumptions about why they were acting the way they were, and they called me out on it, and good for them. And I learned so much from that experience, because in the conversation, I made some assumptions, and I voiced those assumptions, and immediately. This, you know, they said, 
that's not what's going on at all. And so I had an opportunity to listen and hear and really understand at a greater level. But it's so unfair to assume things about what people think and feel. I think we're wrong at least 99% of the time when we do that. I really do think we are, but it's what causes prejudice and hate and separation at the very least when we come to terms with the fact that we get it wrong so often, we can have more compassion when others get it wrong about us. And that's what I realized this week when I was feeling really misunderstood and and in feeling this like tug, this this obsession almost with making my point so I could be understood. And then I just like, I realized that I had it all wrong. I, I didn't need people to understand me in order for me to be okay. So one thing is that just realizing that people can't fully understand what you're going through no matter what. If you're grieving and somebody hasn't experienced a major loss and you've experienced a major loss, chances are they're not going to get that experience. And even if they've experienced a major loss and you've experienced a major loss, it's so different for every person. There's definitely commonalities, which is why when somebody has gone through uh, a great grief, they have so much compassion for somebody else who has gone through a great grief. I actually had a client tell me this week that she read my book in like a day, and then she told her husband, you need to read this book so you can understand what I'm going through. And then she told all of her friends, if you if you really want to understand and you really want to want help understanding what I'm going through, read this book. And I thought, you know, that's there's some validity in that when we can use something like a book that's not us communicating it, but it's somebody else communicating the experience. And then they have their own interaction with that. And it, it does create some understanding. Um, but I do think we need to let go of the idea that others need to understand us in order for us to be okay. They don't. It, it doesn't feel good. We would love to have that understanding. And we certainly appreciate it when people put in the effort to understand. And that's what Stephen Covey said, that, that we need to seek first to understand and then to be understood. Now, I know that's not always in our wheelhouse. It's not always, we don't always have the energy for that when we're going through grief. Like, that's hard. But seeking to understand puts oxygen in the relationship. It puts air in the relationship. Breath is life. It puts breath in the relationship. But like I said, when you're in grief, you may not have the energy for that. But when you do, just remember that principle to seek first to understand. And how can we give ourselves? How can you give yourself understanding? Others don't totally get what you're going through, and that's okay. And so you can actually practice that thought. Others don't totally get what I'm going through, and that's okay. I do, and I can love me. And so just practicing that thought that 
you know, neutralizing the thought that people don't get, you know, people don't get what I'm going through. Eliminating that thought that people don't understand, like, there's truth in that, but at the same time, it can be a really painful thought. It can be a really painful thought to think, because what we do is we go from people don't understand to I'm all alone to people don't care. So that, that thought escalates and it gets exaggerated. So just practice the thought that, yeah, sometimes people just don't get what I'm going through and that's okay. I do and I can love me. Which brings me to another idea and that is to be more self-aware. Awareness journaling is super valuable, and it's actually something that I, I, I've i actually recommitted myself to journaling every day, and sometimes my journaling looks different, and some, some days it looks different than other days, but one of the practices that I have loved and really helped me a ton was this awareness journaling where you just, in the morning... You can do it in the evening, but I like to do it in the morning. In the morning, I would reflect on the day before. One of the things I liked about doing it the next morning, I'm just realizing this as I'm speaking, because I think some people think about, you know, reflecting on their day at the end of the day, but I feel like at the end of the day, like we're tired. You know, our brain is kind of, (laughs) kind of kaput. It's like, you know, it's like, I can't, I can't think anymore. And from that tired space, we have a tendency to evaluate or look at things differently than we do from a fresh space. When we're fresh in the morning, when we've had that sleep, that healing sleep, then we can look at the world differently. I mean, how often have you gone to bed at night frustrated, angry, irritated, and then you wake up the next morning and you go, what was I even irritated about? I've done that. So I kind of like the idea of doing it the next day when we can be fresh and we can be clear-minded and it's easier for us to go into that space of curiosity. And awareness journaling looks something like asking three questions what went well? So this is reflective, like you're looking at the day before. What went well? What didn't go well? And what would I do differently next time? So it's a place of curiosity, compassion, and growth. Curiosity, because you're asking those questions from curiosity, not from judgment. And that gives you the, the space to be objective in your evaluation of the day before. And when you look at what didn't go well and what you want to do differently, we get to practice self-compassion and self-forgiveness. When we look at what we want to do differently, it's not to condemn our experience the day before, it's to say, okay, something similar will come up again in the future and I'll have an opportunity to do it differently. And then the next day I can evaluate that and go, okay, did that work better? Or is there something else I want to do differently? In this way, you offer yourself 
some understanding, and like I said, compassion. Okay? Remember, you're amazing. There's no point in being condemning of yourself. It's just allowing what is, encouraging yourself, being there for yourself, learning and growing all along the way. Life is an experiment. It's an experiment, and we experiment every day, and we get things wrong every day. And it's okay. It's meant to be that way so we can learn and grow. It's okay to get things wrong. So remember, people can't fully understand what you're going through, and that's okay. And if we can seek to understand first, it breathes life into our relationships. And if we can give ourselves understanding and self-compassion, and remember that it's okay if other people don't get it, because we do. And practice that curiosity and that self-understanding. Like I said, you're amazing. Thanks for being here. I'm so grateful for you. I believe in you. I believe in your healing. Love you and have a fabulous week. Bye. Bye.